Welcome in everybody to the Health Kill podcast. We're talking about sexual energy today with the wonderful Mel's Camp. She has a bachelor in psychology and fine art. She is a 200 hour vinyasa yoga teacher. She is a level 3 Taoist yoga practitioner. She is a burlesque dancer. In the right corner, Mel's Camp, welcome. <laughs> hello, hello Marcel. I'm happy to be here with you today and excited to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm also excited to have you today. How do you feel? I feel pretty good. Um, I have been just um, uh, just getting a lot done since I moved the last couple, uh, I'm in two months now. Um, so just sort of resorting my life, uh, just a, a really big transition going from city life to country life and, and sort of, um, you know, touching all the objects that I own and all the objects that came with this house. Um, it's, it's been, um, it's been ups and downs, but it's, it's, it's inspiring. Any big transition has got to be tough. So I just, I'm like, let's just keep going, man. Doesn't have that much of connection to moving and to, uh, coming into a place. Or is there a sexual connection to that <laughs> as well? It's a strange question, you know? <laughs> you know, there's, there's absolutely a sexual connection to just about everything we do. Um, you know, if there wasn't any uh, sexual inspiration, then, you know, none of us would have been conceived in the first place. Um, so it's definitely like the key, you know, to, um, to just about everything we do um, as an undertone. Um, you know, but obviously uh, things are a lot more complicated than that. So we're starting off a little bit slower right now. First of all, I like to uh, get to know you a little bit better. What is a Taoist yoga practitioner? Well, they always say like, if you don't know the Tao, then you don't know the Tao until you know the Tao. So it's, you know, something somewhat unexplainable. Un uh, um, but I might summarize it to say it's uh, the path of least resistance. Um, the, um, the coming together of duality into oneness, um, and, and the, the centering of the self, you know, sort of, uh, sitting inside the body, uh, rather than, um, being concerned with all the exterior, uh, stimulation. Let's, let's go a little bit deeper. Um, what even is sexual attraction, respectively sexual energy, or is even like the would you say like, oh, sexual attraction and sexual energy has nothing to do with each other? Or is there like, it's like, oh no, you know, sexual energy is way, way bigger and sexual attraction is just like a small part of that little uh, big thing. I mean, if you were to just take the idea of attraction and take off sexual attraction, um, you know, people are driven to make things uh, attractive. Um, if you think of artists, musicians, designers um we all make things more attractive um and, and and you know not crossing the line of of um of sex uh but it, it's apparent in everything and and sort of everywhere um so the sexual energy itself becomes sort of the the motivator um for the rest of these energies that that we you know some of us are, are more aware of than others can we go a little bit deeper in just what you said the sexual energy is like the motivator um for all the other energies so to expand on that idea an example in nature so the barter bird they put on this extravagant show they they take all this space they build um they build they clear the area they have all this stuff set up and they have all these dances that I think they have like a dozen different dances. Um, and that's just to attract a mate. 
and they go through all this stuff um, just to maybe get a chance at talking to one of the female birds. Um, so, um, you know, in, in the idea of that as humans, we do the same thing. You know, you got the, the guitarist or the horn player or, you know, the artist or, you know, and, and it's like, look at my stuff. Look how nice my things are. And if, when we boil that idea down, uh, we boil it down to a sexual energy, uh, the, the, you know, wanting to um, uh, be be attractive to others. Interesting. Very interesting. So basically, is it always like the male who's doing like the, oh yeah, I'm so beautiful. I'm so beautiful. Let's invite you in, you guys. Check me out. I'm the best. Or is it also like uh, the woman doing that? I mean, with birds, with birds, uh, often it is, I'm pretty sure it's just about always the male um, that's doing that. But you can think in, in our culture here, um, the women are the ones that are pushed to wear makeup and do their hair and wear high heels and, um, you know, get surgeries to make things bigger or smaller. Um, so there's, I think in our, in our human society here, the way we're running things right now, um, it is the, the female that is pushed to do the beauty thing. Um, instead of just sitting at the nest all haggardly and being like, come on in. Uh, what are we men pushed to do? Or what makes us men more attractive for the female? Well, and then, so then I'll, and I'll always say, like, this is how it appears to me, or it's my, it's yeah. my um, interpretation of that the, the male is pushed to have power, to have money, um, and that, you know, to wear the business suit. Um, and be successful and in, in having a fresh haircut and having the nice shoes polished. The idea that that is, that is what's the most attractive is, is um, uh, you know, working 80 hours a week in a boardroom and uh, stacking up money for Dogecoin or something. Of course, we're generalizing right now. Of course, it's your view of, yeah, interesting. And also... If something is more than 50% true, maybe some of the time you could, you could say that it's a majority. So anything more than half. So if, if, if you know, 49% of the people that it doesn't apply to, it still might be a majority. So, so yeah, this is, this is definitely just um, maybe talking in a little bit of stereotypes. And stereotypes exist before it's chicken and egg. So we figure out a stereotype and then we sort of fall into it. I'm an artistic person. I'm now I now I wear funky jackets. Um so those stereotypes go two ways yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Did you did you know that like back in yeah, I don't, I don't know how many years back but a long time back of course. Uh, like in the Roman Empire, like or the French Empire, I think it was in the French Empire. There was kings that were uh, wearing high heels. Did you know about that? No, I. But I. But I do think of uh, the wigs that the British Parliament have, and how funny that is to me. I, I think sometimes about hey why do women uh, wear high heels what what exactly what exactly does that do yeah I'm not a big high heels wearer um, but what it does is it, it makes the calf muscle look a little bit uh, more uh, flex for one um, but the the reason I would I like the high heels is you get the the tapping like you can always hear a high heel person coming. And whenever ah. I wear them, I always want to get the right rhythm. Click, 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 click. 
foot click. But that's just me. <laughs> From my perspective, it's like it's vulnerability. It's increasing the vulnerability because a woman uh, can't run away as fast with high heels on, for example. Getting an increase in height, of course, which is very important, like if you're a little bit small. There's definitely roles where people want to be the, um, the, the protector, the gatekeeper, um, and then others who want to who wanna just sit in the cush and slowly walk away in their heels. Good. Um, let's go on. You're a burlesque dancer. Could you tell us a little bit about about that? Some stories, anything that comes up, anything that has to do with sexual energy or how you used your sexual energy with this uh, wonderful dancing skill. It's, de it's definitely been over a year um, since I have been to or been part of any any public show at all, really. Um, uh, burlesque to me, so I, I have some friends that are really into it. Um, and I, I first was just sort of um, considered their prop. So um, I played um, I played a farmer one time um, that helped uh, build the build the build the wall at the border. Um, I also played uh, slave Leia one time. Um, and then I've done I've done so, uh, a few other performances. And um, for me, uh, uh, just a, like a handful of years ago, probably now, um, I was I was doing burlesque at a festival, and this um, musician, his name is Baby Gramps. Um, he's he's uh, if you were to look him up, he he's a pretty funny guy. A lot of parody kind of stuff, and and uh, you know, and so then it's like you're anytime a performer, you get to be backstage and meet the rock stars. Um, so he was like, eh. he's like, eh, burlesque is just for people who can't do anything else. Meaning that, you know, I don't play an instrument. I don't, uh, you know, I don't have uh, props. I'm, you know, I'm not da-da-da-da-da. And all I'm bringing is, like, my sexual desire and attractiveness. Um, as if, oh, that, that wasn't it. Um, so, I, so I've gotten to this idea that um, it, is, it is that, that it, it's boiling it down. You know, if you take away... The, the flashy lights and the sparkly things and the like the twin you know the music or, or whatever you, you if you were to remove all of those things you would come to to just the sexual desire and attractiveness like that's what would be left um so it's my opinion that um burlesque dancers or perhaps any of those hot tub streamers um they're not they're not beating around the bush you know they're not white walling they're not pretending um, to do anything beyond just exude the energy that they have within them. The energy within them. Exude, exude the energy within them. Or is that energy gone at one point? Or, or does that energy stay? Or, or uh, I don't really understand that sentence. Yeah, let's dig into that a little bit deeper. Um, so, I, I mean, absolutely everybody has the capacity um, to have, you know, everyone does have some sexual energy. Things get stifled and stagnant and people have blockages. Um, beyond the sexual energy, I could say, you know, I, I go into a five elements theory where there's the kidney energy, um, which is closely related to our sexual energy, you know, our, our, our lung energy or our, our, you know, our, our fire energy. Um, so there's different types of energy and 
we're always aware of that. When you walk into a room, uh, you can feel a certain thing or someone else walks into a room and you can, and you, and you notice their energy. Um, so it's not a, a huge far out concept, um, to think that there are different types of energies, um, out there. Um, but if you were to take a, you know, a, a, a musician, a, a singer, um, why are, why are people in bands so attractive? You know, why is a rock star attractive? Why is a movie star so attractive? And it's because these, the, the sexual energy pushes out the creativity. And, and so then we see someone who's highly creative as attractive because it's just boiling down to, um, them being able to cultivate and display their own sexual energy. Good. So, how how do you feel that sexual energy or if you're coming into a room how do you um solve oh wow this this person has so much sexual energy and i really feel that i feel instantly attracted to the, this person because this person is so authentic or oh i like to talk to this person it doesn't need to be about any kind of like sexual thing but it's just like wow okay this guy he's he's like somewhat special or i think he's special i like to talk to him and get to know him you know some some people got it you know and 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 they don't have to cultivate it um as much as others do um so some you know it, it's sort of natural and it's there and um and uh, and a lot of people would be attracted to it there's there's certainly other people who um you know you just might be attracted to a specific person uh, might be more attracted to someone else, um, you know, based on what they see in their, 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 their they might see a more of a union or um, or a juxtaposition to someone else's energy, um, and and the a great concept to think about with that is um, just the the duality. So um, the yin, the yang, the this, the that, the moon, the sun, um, the positive, the negative. And I mean that in the sense of magnets. Like if you think of two magnets, uh, you try to bring two, you know, magnets together, you got to flip it around. So it's the exact opposite um, that's going to attract. And I, and I think when people, people are, uh, find that in others, um, that attractiveness in, in, the, in the opposition um, which, which often people don't, uh, recognize that they're, that they're attracted to, to the, to the negative magnet or the positive magnet. And it, and it, and, and I've seen relationships where it comes out later where it's like, oh, I'm not like this person at all. Um, that quirky laugh is now annoying when I thought it was cute in the <laughs> beginning. Um, so I, uh, <laughs> you know. So that kind of stuff comes up um, for people uh, all the time, and that's how I think how relationships sometimes don't work um, is they they're not um, willing to to um, know that that it was the opposite that attracted to them. Yeah. So I also read about that and uh, kind of like with the topic of chakras and oh yeah, the men have certain chakras more activated than women and. So they kind of like attract each other. And of course, uh, then maybe some women are different. Some men are different Then they attract each other. But uh, yeah, let's let's leave it that by the side right now. Let's go into your Buddhist lineage. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about your Buddhist lineage? I am a, um, a Vajrayana a Buddhist ordained Buddhist nun. 
Um, so the Vajrayana lineage, or or just the branch of Buddhism, is it's the very it's the smallest sort of sector of Buddhism, um, and uh, that is because uh, it's it's the idea that we're going to reach enlightenment in this lifetime. Um, so with the Buddhist thought, you do ten thousand lifetimes, and you were a flea, and then you were a a rat, and then you were uh, this and that, you know, and you tiger and da da da, and, and finally you get to become a human, and then you live thousands of lives as a human before you're you're able to reach enlightenment. And um, this the the diamond path um, is the path that says <laughs> we're doing it on this one. This is this is the one we made it. Um, and I might say for anyone who would be listening to this, like this is it. We can do it in this lifetime. Um, so that might be the, a bigger difference. Um, now my lineage specifically, um, is what it was, a it was very much, um, a spoken lineage handed down. Um, it wasn't until my grandmaster that we could really even write things down, record things, do YouTube, um, share the things with the public. Um, so it's, it's very new for our lineage, um, to be, uh, sort of, I don't know, I'll say it because we're talking about sex, but like out of the closet. Um, and a big part of it is, uh, um, is, is, is Tantra and cultivating our sexual energy and uh, using it for good, you know, using it for healing. And, you know, healing can be anything from uh, curing someone from cancer to making someone smile. Good. Let's talk about Tantra. What is Tantra and what is it not? Maybe that's more of the kind of like <laughs> point where you want to go. Um, yeah, I, I think the uh, perception of Tantra, you know, just relates to maybe the Kama Sutra, which is which is more of a, an Indian uh, or Hindu uh, line of thinking um, uh, that it's just uh, doing it and having big orgies and sticking it in everywhere that it'll fit. Um, but to step back from that, it is just really cultivating those sexual centers. Um, so, um, practicing Tantra, um, doesn't really necessarily need a partner. Um, you don't have to be in union with someone, um, to cultivate your sexual energy. Um, you know, I live alone, <laughs> but, um, so it, you can, you it, the, and it was practiced. There were fertility rites um, within, you know, within it that that there would there, things like that would occur, um, and I'm sure that still occurs uh, now. But um, the the sort of work that I do, it's it's like spiritual work. It's yep. um, you know letting people um, heal or or come to the light yep. or, um, or or be able to find me um, so that yep. they can they can transform or transcend. Um, but when you Google it, um, you know, uh, even even my grandmaster has said, like, if I find a good uh, explanation of Tantra on the Internet, I will share it because because uh, it's it's uh, it's a little bit different um, than the sort of um, beaming headlights of, of what we would what, what we kind of would think it is. 
I also like to share my perspective here uh, for a moment, and you can tell me what you think about it. And uh, for from my perspective, it's very much a new new modern thing that uh, all the people think, oh yeah, tantra is this sex sexual thing, and ha 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 ha, and yeah, tantra ha ha, and yoga and tantra ha ha ha, and um, no, it's not like that. It's uh, basically what I learned about tantra is okay, yeah, there's there's a little bit of. Um, um, in the Tantra thing, it, like Tantra is very, very big. So, and there's a little, little uh, offspring in there or a little thing in there, which is uh, sexual practice in there. But what's, what's in there, you don't want to do yourself. So, uh, I think it's called something like six tools or anything like this. So, um, it's about, um, eating, um, eating, um, basically shit <laughs> of another person. And having having sex with a person you don't want to have sex with, you really don't want to have sex with, and all things like that that you really don't want to do. Um, but uh, this brings enlightenment, at least from my perspective. Uh, there's so much new modern stuff around um, that I think like, yeah, whatever. What do you think about uh, what I just said? I mean, I can relate to the idea of having sex with someone that I didn't really want to have sex with. Um, and uh, if that was to, if that was down a line of um, like, well, uh, me too, me too, you know, um, any of that, a lot of those spiritual leaders um, or, or avenues have, um, have had leadership, uh, that abused that leadership, um, or on and on, right. We, we've all, yeah. we all have uh, been in on this conversation that people are using their power as, as a way, um, to, to gain that union. How, so somebody is new to Tantra, how, how can they use their, their newfound sexual energy or how can they practice their sexual energy? Uh, is yoga a thing, how, to, how you can practice sexual energy? Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, the, um, you often, uh, uh, like with Qigong, um, it, I, I'm standing still, you know, I'm, I'm standing still. But within me, I'm, I'm moving my energy around. I'm, I'm, I'm like pumping the well. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sending energy from the kidneys up to the heart, and, and I'm doing a microcosmic orbit. Um, and uh, I think the, the more practiced someone is, uh, you know, if you, you would start out just sort of just trying to get the awareness of it and, and see if you can feel it or if you can move it around, just, just sort of find it. Um, and, and you spend time in that practice for a, for a while, um, eventually, you know, you can bring that into everything. So you bring that into yoga and you bring that into, you know, I mean, you know, if you can imagine now the cat and cow pose, what kind of cultivation I might be doing, although I, you know, although I'm opening and, and uh, working on my spine, um, you can imagine uh, quite a few yoga poses um, that could incorporate that a cultivation, I mean, in, in the sexual energy, the kidneys, the finding the harmony, you know, within all the things, um, uh, how that, that could really just play into, to an everyday life. And, and, uh, you know, I, I, I would share the idea that, um, that, that, that's how we might get to enlightenment is to, to be mindful and within this meditation, every, every breath we take. So uh, I'm cleaning the dishes. I'm, 
uh, to having a walk. I'm, you know, any of these things that I might be doing, if I can be aware of myself, be in the moment and sort of be cultivating my energy and beaming outwards. Um, I think, I think, uh, you know, a, a mastery of that is, is sort of along the lines of, of what we might call enlightenment. Very powerful what you said. Um, How can you protect yourself from like uh, seduction or like from, oh, yeah, a person knows, yes, this wonderful sexual energy and he wants to seduct you. So how can you protect yourself from that? And uh, it doesn't matter if, if you're, now I'm speaking a few, of course, of a female, but it doesn't matter about female or male right now. It's just like in general. Right. I mean, it is pretty irresistible. Uh, you know, for sure. And um, that might go into the idea of people who are aware of their attraction and their and their energy and, and have a sense of uh, wanting to use it to manipulate others to get things that they want. This is something I work on is having boundaries. You know, I'm, I'm a free, open, loving person. I will hug you uh, anytime. And, uh, you know, I come into that place where I, I think I'm attractive Right. So I and I have but I have a good intention. So just to back up just into my experience for the moment, um, you know, I, I will I will give someone my attention. I want to learn. I'm interested in learning about people and their path and how they're figuring it out. Um, and 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 I have gotten into the place of someone who's really never been hugged, uh, you know, by a by a stranger or an acquaintance. Um, someone who's who's never been listened to completely um, because of their their lack of social skills or their um, to perceived attractiveness. Um, so it's you know I find a, a, a lot a lot of times I'm unapproachable as a person because I'm just trying to just beam out love and laugh and be happy and um, be a, set some model behavior for positivity. Um, But, you know, it's, it's, I, I can't say that I, I wouldn't uh, be able to, to, um, you know, have someone eating out of my hand or, or easily, you know, um, because that attractiveness, it's, it's just something you just can't get around. Um, so yeah, figuring out boundaries um, is, is, is definitely, uh, you know, something that's important, um, uh, stepping away, looking at the situation. Um, from a bigger perspective um, is always really helpful. Um, I often think um, what would, if I was, you know, if I was giving advice to myself, what, what would I say, you know, or, or Grace, if, if Grace was mixed up in something and everybody, all the, everyone that's here right now, you know, how would I, I would want to protect any of these people here um, from, from getting hurt in some way. But then for me, would I really, I was like, Oh, I'm okay. Or, or I deserve it. Or I, w I walked myself into that one. So just that idea of, yeah, the step back helps or the, um, you know, if I was my best friend, you know, what would I say to my best friend about this and, and what this situation might look like? Yeah, that's, that's a good answer. Question for me, uh, Grace Yoga, so from Grace, what are some complications that can happen with too little or too much sexual energy? Oh, yeah. What the heck do you do with it all? Um, yeah. There, there, is, um, there is something called like a chi disease um, where someone is a little too cheat up um, and it can cause some sickness. Um, I'm used to people uh, uh, having blockages and having um, stagnation, 
um, you know, and, and not sort of uh, running their lines, you know, running their energetic lines. Um, but there certainly are cases where it's sort of overdone. Um, and I mean, that I, I'm, I'm sure that could lead to criminal behavior, you know, if, if someone wasn't harnessing it the right way. Um, I, I've asked my, you know, grandmaster, I'm like, what, how do I harness this? What do I do with it? Um, I, you know, I, uh, there's, there's quite a few practices um, within our lineage where I was like, I can't even, I'm like, I can't handle all that energy. Like, what am I going to do with it? Um, and so what I do is just put it into creativity. So um, anyone that's been following along with me, I started doing yoga um, and now I'm starting to do the nerd night. So uh, that I have found, um, I, I first came to Twitch as uh, wanting to be an artist and paint. And I wasn't really able to find anything, anyone really that interesting or, or, um, or, or, or whatever. But I was like, oh, I could paint on stream and on schedule and that will get me back into doing art. Um, and now at this point, um, I've realized there's there's different ways I can I can make art here. Um, I can totally be creative and make art here. So I'm so I'm sort of um, pouring and funneling you know my creative energies into Twitch, my, grabbing my sexual energies, transforming and then and then and then trying to um, present them here. You know, yeah, entertain the masses as it were. As a side note, Mouse Camp is a super creative person so uh go check her out definitely uh, if you're into that these kind of people you know that are super creative much more than me <laughs> okay um yeah uh, but uh, also you know can we balance it with like exercises with like yoga exercises for example what do you think about that or yeah no absolutely and i would say you know any any of the fit fam any of our, our fitness people that is like working it out working it through you know even pushing weights um or or running or um, you know, cycling, uh, practicing yoga, those are all definitely outlets um, that, we can, that we can use, not only cultivate that energy, but put it to good use. Um, and, and with our yoga and, and our fitness, it's we're, we're taking care of ourselves. So it isn't like, uh, you know, helping someone else on their path or, uh, you know, any, any, any that way. But uh, with our yoga and that, we're, we're able to just, yeah, work on ourselves but use it for ourselves um as well who who is an example of someone who exudes sexual energy i don't understand i need to tell you i don't understand the uh, meaning of exudes right now uh maybe marilyn monroe or can you also explain the meaning of exudes for a moment yeah <laughs> Oh, so exuding is just like coming out of all the pores. Ah, okay. Like yeah. if you think of um, uh, I don't know, a meat grinder and then meat is just like <laughs> just pouring out and it's just exuding, you know, every, every bit of, <laughs> every bit of the self is, 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 uh, you know, you can't hide from it anywhere. It's not just coming out of your face. It's, it's coming out of yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. Um, and I, and I would go right to, um, you know, our, our hot topic on Twitch of the hot tub streamers, yeah. they exude it, you know, and, and uh, in a very uh, in our face way, and they're not hiding it in any way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
So the thought comes up right now. Okay, what's what's going to like a singer who has sexual energy? How does that look like? It doesn't need. It doesn't mean like she ha needs to have like uh, like big breasts and everything and everything like that. But it can be also very attractive. It's just really nice to listen to her. Maybe that's something very important. Um, a point. Thank you for bringing that up that way. Um, we often focus on our exterior physical bodies with like, I'm wearing makeup, I got my hair combed, you know, I took a shower, I have this on, um, you know, I have the, the, you know, the, the way my house looks. Um, so there's all this exterior of, of the beauty or the attractiveness um, where, you know, there, there's a point where in this, and, and it's okay that, it, that anybody does whatever they do exterior um, but this, this cultivation is more drawing from the inside. So it's not something that you can see. It's, it's not how well the hair is done. Um, it, it, it's more, um, mm -hmm. that, that feeling of that energy, yeah. you know, when you, when you know a creepy person walks in the room or, or, or not, you know. Uh, so I want to ask you for all the listeners in the future, if you're listening in for the podcast, in, if you're listening in on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, where can people find you, Melskamp? You can find me on Twitch. So twitch.tv slash Melskamp, M-E-L-S-C-A-M-P. Uh, you can also go to melscamp.com to find out more about my yoga. I'm on Instagram and Twitter is, uh, are the socials I'm managing right now. Same name, just about everywhere. Um, so you can find me there. Um, I'm in Western New York. So if anyone um, wanted to, to do, um, you know, even more local um, sort of work with me, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm very interested in, in uh, sharing and helping people cultivate their energy um, in, a, in a group setting or um, a personal one-on-one -on -one setting. Um, I'm here for that. Uh, but I'm in the point of I'm growing, I'm transforming and I'm growing. So um, hopefully by the time everyone sees this in the future, I'm a household name, you know. How amazing. How amazing is that? Everybody head over to mousecamp.com and buy all of her art, of course. And this was Health Skill Podcast. We are leveling up your health skill. Take care, everybody. We see each other very soon.